Well, more pure sadness tonight. The Pittsburgh Penguins drop a just a pure heartbreaker to the New York Rangers. Same final score, five to three, like it was in Game Five, Game Seven on Sunday, and the vibes are <clears throat> definitely a bit low right now, to say the least. Uh, I I feel gutted, more sad I think than anything. I, I mean, I really can't be mad that much, but you know, I have a full game recap coming up right after the shot. We're going to get in everything that happened when the game changed, you know, what could have happened. You know, it was just, it was oddly similar to what happened in game five. And I'm going to get my thoughts on everything that transpired. So, you know, let's, let's jump right into it. You're locked on penguins. Your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh penguins, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to a Friday evening edition of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. You want to follow me on Twitter, Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at Eleanor Penguins. So the Penguins, you know, it all comes down to Sunday. You know, I don't know the time yet. Probably it's going to be 7 o'clock or something. But Game 7 back at the Garden. Uh, again, the vibes are definitely low right now. The Penguins started out the game perfectly again. You know, Jeff Carter gets the opening goal, one nothing. Then Brian Russ, Mr. Elimination, makes it 2 nothing. They go into the second period, needing only 40 minutes to close it out. You're like, okay, they just need two solid periods here. And first five minutes of the period, they gave up some chances, but it wasn't bad. And Evan Rodriguez just made a stupid, gutless, dumb, atrocious play by retaliating <clears throat> to what Ryan Lindgren did. And I understand why he did what he did. You know, he, he got face pushed right into the board. Should have been a penalty. Was not called. It's NHL officiating for you. I'm not going to sit here and moan about it. Like, you know, the fan base up in New York that's been doing this whole last six games. That's just, that's the breaks. And, you know, <clears throat> Rodriguez took exception to it. Cross-checked him. Um, well, cross-checked him, but I guess shoved him, and then they called him for roughing. Five seconds later, the Rangers score, make it 2-1, to one, and then a minute later, they make it 2-2. Two, two. You know, the game changed right there, just like it did on on um, Wednesday when Sidney Crosby went out, and, you know, the, the, the Rangers saw that, and they pounced for three goals very quickly, and then the Rangers, they, they took the lead again, 3-2. to two. Uh, Chris Kreider before Genie Malkin tied it, and then, of course, we all know what happened in the third period, but um, that's a play you can't have at playoff time. And, you know, when I saw Mike Sullivan, he gave, he gave him a death stare. Uh, that's I, I don't want – I would never want to be on Sully's bad side, to say the least, but he he gave him quite the death stare as he was coming back to the bench. He was livid about that because, again, you know, the first 25 minutes of the game, the Penguins were playing fine. You know, who knows what happens um, after – you know, if Rodriguez doesn't take that penalty, sure, you know, the Rangers probably tie just because Louis Deming had another atrocious outing. But, you know, the Penguins were still playing um, fine, you know, at least from what I was watching. And, you know, it's just that that's when it all started to go south. And, you know, again, that's the second straight game that this has happened with the Penguins. I mean, again, it's just – it's purely unacceptable. Um, I, I, I know Deming was not good tonight, but the Penguins – you know, they got to be better in second periods. Um, I think it's really as simple as that. I'm going to mute this real quick. 
Sorry about that. Every again, every time I start an episode, I have to cough for whatever reason. But no, it's just you know the second periods for the game three, game five, game six. It's just it's wild how many poor second periods this team has had in the seasons. Again, you know, part of it is goaltending, other part of it is defending. Um, you know, the third goal that was a hell of a pass by Shostak, and I know the crowd was giving it to him all night. You got to tip your, you know, I'll tip my cap to him. That, that was a really nice play. Um, not many goalies in the league can, you know, fit that pass through. Penguins, I think, were caught in a change there. You know, Domingue makes the first save, but he's not able to make the second one on Kreider. Um, but again, you know, it all started with Rodriguez. I, I'm really disappointed with how he did that because, you know, <clears throat> again, you know, m- m- maybe the Penguins win the game, but, you know, they probably also, you know, they probably find a way to blow it because, you know, when you have a team down like that, and this is two games in a row now. You need to go pedal to the metal and finish them off. That is two games in a row for the first 25 to 35 minutes that the Rangers had absolutely nothing. Penguins were playing great defensively. Louie was actually making some saves. And then all hell breaks loose because, you know, either, you know, someone got hurt, obviously in game five, or someone else takes a stupid penalty. And, you know, the Penguins, they can't let that snowball into more goals being scored. And this is the second consecutive game that that happened. The second goal was an absolute howler from Domingue. You know, there's that's a slap shot from 55 to 60 feet away. My my grandma could probably make that save. And I, I understand Domingue has been a nice story. I get it. You know, people, I had some people in my mentions telling me that he's been fine in this series, which I don't really know where that's coming from. In my opinion, you know, he has given them some of the worst goaltending that the Penguins have gotten in the Sidney Crosby beginning Malkin era. Yes, I understand he is a third string guy. I'm not going to, you know, put him on my shit list, excuse my language, or anything like that. But, you know, you have to come up with actual NHL caliber saves if you want the team to win. He was good enough in the three games um, that the Penguins won. I know he was not the story of those games, but these last two games, especially, you know, the the third one on Wednesday, you gotta have that. Fourth one, you gotta have that tonight. The the uh, the second one, you have to have that. Then the fourth one, you have to have that one too. Um, the fourth one, just uh, I, I, I literally this was my reaction for those on YouTube. Uh, I face palmed and I literally just did that because. Um, I mean, all I could do was just sit there. I mean, what what, what, what am I going to do? Throw, throw something at a wall here or, or nothing? I'm not like 15 years old anymore or something like that. But, you know, that's – I'm going to say something I've probably never said on the show before. That is a save that I used to make when I was 12 to 13 years old playing street hockey with my friends in my neighborhood. I mean, also, what kind of technique is the double blocker goalie glove – you know, for that, that's a slap shot from the corner, 50 feet away, and you're having trouble for it. Just stick your glove out and glove it. And glove it. I, I don't understand what the heck he's trying to do there. And the funny thing is, that's not the first time that he's given up that kind of goal. So it's funny. Um, Gregory um, Balak of Sportsnet up in Canada, he actually tweeted this out, Deming two years ago when he was with the New Jersey Devils. He gave up the same kind of goal. I can't believe he he even found this. I, I'm going to retweet it. I, I, mean, I, I quote tweeted it on my Twitter account. Has the double blocker glove. Puck goes up in the air, goes in the net, doesn't even know where it is. You're telling me 
in two years' time, even though you have rotated from team to team, AHL to NHL, you don't have a fix to that kind of goal. The Penguins were a minute and a half away from going to freaking overtime where, again, you know, someone could have been the hero for them, and that's the kind of goal you are giving up in that kind of situation. <clears throat> you know, I can live with him giving up goals to, you know, some some really nice goals to players, but I cannot live with that kind of goaltending. And it eats at my core that two years in a row, the Penguins have dog-walked a team at 5v5, and they have gotten awful goaltending. I know Tristan was not good last year. I, I don't know what the heck that was. And I know Deming is a third-string goaltender. I'm trying not to just overly crap on him, but man, you have to make a save in that situation and on that second goal. Two of the four Rangers goals tonight before the fifth goal of the empty netter should have been saves. The other two I can live with. Latang screened Deming on that first one, whatever. Maybe Tristan Darman doesn't make that save. The third uh, um, <clears throat> the third one, the Kreider one, Zabinajad, great first save. Kreider's right there to clean up the garbage. No goalie makes that save. But the other ones, man, I mean, I think an AHL and other AHL goalie makes those saves. Um, it's 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 very weird um, to say the least. And you know, Tristan Jari was had was at the morning skate again. Uh, I, I don't know why they're handling him the way they are. I mean, maybe he's not a full hundred percent yet. I'm sure if he was, he would have been in the game tonight. But you know, maybe him at seventy to eighty percent wins this game. And I'll say this: they have no choice but to start him on Sunday. You cannot go up to Madison Square Garden and think you're going to win a seven-game series, game, or winner-take-all game seven with Louis Domingue in that. I mean, you have an off day here in Pittsburgh to practice with Tristan. I'm sure they're going to. he's going to be there. Um, if he's not taking the, the much of the workload and, and you know he's not skating on a Sunday and being announced a starter, something is seriously wrong or he's just truly hurt. But you know that, that's my take on the situation with the goaltending. And Evan Rodriguez coming up in the next segment. We're going to get into the special teams talk of this of this uh, show and why you know that's been another big key for why the Penguins might be losing um, on Sunday. But before we get to that, imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. This is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from built. I just received my birthday cake puffs and I've never had anything like this before. They're available right now. We can't promise that they will be there tomorrow. So go get them today at built.com. And if you haven't tried the puffs, um, I'll let you in on a little secret um, because that's what friends do. So a chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar. Yes, you heard me on that. It's deliciously flavored marshmallow uh, covered in 100% real Chocolate with 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, only nine grams of sugar. This limited time flavor is an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day. So you can go to built.com to get birthday cake puffs right now. And there's an offer. Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. All right. Um, welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. So let's get to the special team stuff. You know, that's going to be another key point if the Penguins bow out on Sunday. They've been dreadful on the penalty kill and the power play. I said in my preview with Gil Martin of the Islanders, and I talked with John Chick of Locked On Rangers, if the Penguins 
if their PK reverts back to last year's form, they are not probably going to win this series. And sure enough, it has been absolutely dreadful through these six games. The, both of these, these last couple of games, the Rangers have made a difference on the power play. The Penguins have not. The Penguins have had three minutes worth of five-on-threes. The Rangers haven't even had five-on-threes, and the Penguins look utterly lost on those sequences. It's actually crazy how bad they are on five-on-threes. I don't think I've seen a team worse on a five-on-three than the Penguins. The, the zone entries are absolutely awful. The, the, it's way too stagnant. Everyone is just standing around. I don't think they realize that there's only three players on the ice. They, they, they're they not moving the puck around like they should be on a five-on-three. No one is getting open. And, you know, the Rangers, the, the players, they're probably just laughing at how awful it looks. Because, again, you, you have a it, – it is a very close game. Um, I, believe, I believe at that time it was uh, 2-2, if I'm not mistaken. And you have a five-on-three – for a minute seven. And you're telling me you can't really take the lead there? This is, again, back-to-back games. They've had three minutes and seven seconds worth of a five-on-three, and they've probably had two total shots in those three minutes. That's just, that's not good enough. That, you, you have to make a difference on a, on the power play. I know Sidney Crosby was not playing tonight, but you have the beginning Malkin. You have Chris Tang, You have Jake Ensel. You have Ryan Russ. You have... You know, Evan Rodriguez, whoever else you want to put out there, you have you have to score there. And, you know, even when the second unit came on, you know, to finish off that power play, um, it was it was more of the same, just way too stagnant. The passing is not there. The zone entries are not there. I don't know what Tar Reardon is doing on his uh, draw, uh, you know, dry erase board, but uh, it's not working to say the least. It's absolutely awful how bad the Penguins have been on the power play this series. And in turn, the penalty kill, a strength of this team during the season, a top three penalty killing team has been woeful against the Rangers power play. And again, this was always going to be a key matchup. Going into game five, the Rangers were only two for nine on the power play. You can win with that. Two power play goals in four games, you're three games to one. Hell yeah, I'm taking that every step of the way. But game five, the, the, the deciding goal, Philip Heedle, 20 seconds left in the power play. Tonight, Evan Rodriguez takes that penalty. Oh, boom, two to one. Then they have a five-on-five goal, two to two. And then Mike Matheson, a very stupid four-minute double high-sticking minor, and the Rangers score three to two. They were able to kill off the second half of it, but, you know, the penalty kill has not been good this entire series. It's looked just like it did last year, and that is going to be a big reason again if this team does lose on Sunday, if they lose the series, you know, that, that's going to be a talking point. You know, again, I will say this for probably the 10th time this episode. The Penguins have absolutely worked the Rangers at 5v5. The Rangers have not been a good defensive team in this series. They've also not been a good 5-on-5 five five team in this series. The Penguins have controlled basically all the metrics at, at even strength. But when it comes to special teams and goaltending, even though Igor Shosturkin has not even been that good, the Penguins have gotten, they've gotten killed. At the end of the day, Louis Deming is letting in howlers every game. The power play has been awful, and the penalty kill can't stop the Rangers' power play. And if they lose on Sunday, you're probably going to see more of the same there, unless Tristan Jari, unless Tristan Jari starts and he is just goes god tier mode. You know, that's been the story of this series right now. Great five on five play, similar to last year against the Islanders, but goaltending and special teams 
have really let this team down. And usually the power play, I'm not really concerned because, you know, the power play has just been really freaking good during the regular season. But in this series, it, it looks like they, they, these players have never even played together on a man advantage, which is, that is like, I think the striking thing to me um, is that nobody knows what the responsibilities are. It, 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 nobody knows how to execute on it. And, it, you know, when you, when you add all of that up together, it's really bad. Um, it's it's unacceptable, to say the least. Um, you know, I, I think that's all I have for the second segment. And the third segment, we're going to talk about some missed opportunities for the Penguins tonight. And, you know, if, you know, who could potentially be back on Sunday against the Rangers. But before I get to that, our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next year, next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is a continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, the playoffs, esports, and more. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. That is BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, I'm back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter, Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LR underscore Penguins. And my friend, my friend, I always asks, are you doing anything right now? Yes, I am recording a episode where I wish I was basically chugging um, beers at this point and celebrating with you all. But, you know, there was definitely a lot of missed opportunities from the Penguins tonight. You know, John Marino, first period last second beautiful pass from Malkin and Marino tries the pass over to Russ. I think if he just shoots it, he probably scores. I understand that play that Marino was making. I thought he had a great game again too. I mean, he's playing outstanding hockey right now with Marcus Pedersen. I mean, it's like two different players and Pedersen, you know, speaking of him, he's been doing some curl and drags in this series. And I don't know if a spider bit him from Spider-Man or something like that, but uh, he's been rock solid to say the least too. Um, but you know, he had Russ right there. I think if Russ is looking at the puck and not at him, um, that that's an easy goal right there to go three, nothing into the, um, into the second period. And, you know, who who knows what happens with that, but I feel like Marino should have shot that one. And Mike Matheson, what a pass to Brian Rust has the whole net shoots wide. I'm like, man, I mean, great goal to make it to nothing tonight, but Rust has definitely not been himself in this series, only two goals in the six games. Um, he's had, you know, he's missed a, a whole bunch of quality looks. I think even in game two, missed the net on a breakaway where I think he would have had historic and beat. Um, you know, he's definitely had a, a rough go of things, um, to say the least. Um, Evgeny Malkin, I, I thought he was fine tonight. You know, had a couple of weird plays with the puck, but I think he he tried everything he could to really will this team to win. I mean, we saw vintage Gino on that third goal, you know, taking the puck away, Breakaway shot, beat Shesterkin clean. I was like, wow, take me take me back to 2012 with that kind of play from Malk. And I thought Chris Letang was good. Um, really no bad plays from him tonight. Um, you know, I thought Mike Sullivan coached a fine game. I mean, you know, what, what really more do you want from him at this point? You know, I, I did see this tweet floating around, and I'm going to touch on this here to close out the show. You know, well, if the Penguins choke away this series, it's going to be one of the worst chokes in Penguins uh, cross in the Crosby era. And I'm like, is it though? Is it? I mean, think about it. You're down your two goalies for six of the seven games. Sidney Crosby has a concussion. Ricard Raquel's out. Brian Dumoulin is out. And now Brian Boyle just got hurt. I mean, he's a fourth liner, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> you know, 
Is it really the biggest choke job of the Sidney Crosby era? I can name three off the top of my head. 2014 Rangers, Penguins, three games to one. The Penguins should have easily had that series. 2020 against, 2010 against the Canadians. Um, Flurry left those last two games uh, away. And 2012 against the Flyers. I mean, I, I mean, those are three obvious ones right there. The Boston Bruins sweep from 2013 is also um, <clears throat> definitely a good one. They got swept by the Islanders in 2019. I mean, I know Jack Johnson was on that team, so I shouldn't really take that seriously. But, you know, I know the Penguins have had a couple of big opportunities these last two games, and I know they've choked away a couple of leads. And, you know, it's due to in part the Penguins are not playing well, good in second periods, and the goaltending has also not been good. But, you know, in terms of the Crosby Milk and Air, I don't even know if this if this blown lead is um, one of their worst chokes at all. Um, they, they've definitely had a lot more uh, worse losses, <clears throat> to say the least. And I'm going to end here with this for you all. Sunday might be it for this core. And you know, for as much as it pains me to say that, you know, as someone, you know, I, I, I know me personally – you know, I have a lot of, you know, I'm only 24 years old. I know I have people that listen to this show that are well older than me and have seen way more Penguins hockey than I have. And I totally get that. You know, I wasn't around to watch the days back with Mario and Yager and Artie and Ulf Samuelson and Paul Coffey and Tom Barrasso and Joe Mullen and Marty Straka and Darius Kasparaitis and all these guys. But, you know, I want everyone on Sunday, no matter the result, to just have fun watching the game this could be it for all three players on this team you know that you know i think at least one of them is gonna be back next year probably two but there's a chance of you know all three of them may not be but we're one of the three may not be back and i know people are going to be upset if they lose on sunday the vibes are not good right now but i want everyone even if they lose i want everyone to just remember and be thankful that you all have gotten to watch three superstar franchise players for the last 16 years. I know I'm going to. That's for damn sure. And they win. I'm obviously going to be celebrating if they lose. I'll be sad, but you know, you know, you know, people move on. Things change. That's that's what happens. Um, I just want I just want to end the show with that there's a real chance that this could be it on sunday for you know the big three here in this in this city but you know that that shouldn't take away from everything that they have accomplished the last 16 years and who knows <clears throat> maybe ricard raquel is ready to go maybe Sidney crosby's ready to go from his concussion maybe brian Dumoulin comes back maybe tristan jari hopefully tristan jari does start but what i know is win or lose you know i'm i'm, I'm gonna be watching that game i'm gonna be cheering on the penguins and um, I'm going to enjoy every last second of the Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Crystal Tang era until it's over. Because, you know, once it is over, you're all really going to be missing it. That's for sure. Uh, that's how I'm going to end tonight's show. So, again, thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I do not want off-season content on this show yet. Let's see what they can do. I'm starting Tristan Jari no matter what on Sunday. It's do or die, win or take all. I know that everyone's emotions are going to be through the roof. You know, let's see if Tristan can have one hell of a performance if he's ready to go. Um, you know, it's going to be great. Well, potentially can be great. So thank you all so much for listening. And I will talk with you all. Um, actually, I have a special episode with John Check of Locked On New York Rangers on Saturday. So I have another episode then. And then next one after that, 
it'll be a recap episode on Monday. We'll either be preparing for Boston or Carolina, or we'll be preparing off-season content for this show. So again, thank you all so much for listening. Um, it's been an absolute blast to be doing this for another season, and I'll be back with another special one on Saturday and then on Monday. I'll talk to you all then.